2: Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked.
3: All right, welcome to the Hank Haney podcast today. Rick Silverman's joining me, my uh, teaching partner and buddy and uh, longtime friend. Uh, Rick, how you doing?
4: I'm doing great, Hank. Thanks for having me.
3: Uh, we've been uh, talking some golf here lately, and and by the way, today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Haney University, where you can uh, register for my free instructional videos. That go out three times a week. So go and do that. Absolutely free, and you can find out information about coming to my new studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, to get a golf lesson from me, or get a uh, lesson from Rick and I, and some kind of a group situation. If you got uh, a buddy that wants to come with you, you can come and do that too. Anyway, you were telling me about Rick, Brian Stewart. <laughs> like, okay, Brian Stewart. There's a video on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. He played with Brooks Kepka.
4: Mr. Mr. Don't want any slow play ever.
3: Or no, he doesn't want any slow play. Kepka's is, is, is super fast. Brian Stewart and Kepka were paired together in the um, third round at Honda. And you showed me this video. I, I don't know if, if if anybody listening has seen this video. You gotta hunt it down. Where can they find this? On Twitter somewhere? Twitter, I You can't find it on the PGA Tour. Like.
4: No, copyright.
3: They they they, they banned it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you can find it. You gotta hunt through Twitter to find this thing. Brian Stewart is is hitting a shot.
4: All he's, right. well, he's, what, a, he's he, on number nine. Okay. Hitting a second shot. Yeah. And
3: he can't pull the trigger.
4: He just can't pull the trigger.
3: Does he do this all the time, you think? It looks like there's videos all over of him.
4: I think I think that's pretty M.O.
3: That's his pre-shot that's routine. His, that's
4: his M.O., yeah.
3: He he fidgets, and he looks at the hole and looks at the hole. What do you think Kepka was thinking
4: there? He's got to be thinking, I, I can't wait till this day is over. I hope, I don't, I hope we don't play with him tomorrow. Got to be. <laughs>
3: All right, show me this video. I'm going to describe what we're seeing here.
4: Okay, let me let me let me. You pull it out. Okay, first off, let
3: me tell you about this Brian Stewart. Brian Stewart has won one tournament on the PGA Tour. This year, he's played in 14 events. He's made six cuts, so he's missed the cut eight times. He's 133rd on the FedEx Cup list. He just finished ninth at Honda, so he he had a, a, a good week. I don't know how much he made. I love how they keep it a secret how much guys make now. you got to hunt for that. They only want to tell you about their FedEx Cup points. No, they don't want to tell you how much these guys make, just the FedEx Cup points. Uh, Brian Stewart, 145th strokes gain tee to green. 156 off the tee. 132nd Strokes gained approach out to the green. No wonder he's only made uh, six cuts out of uh, 14 events. 150th in putting. Woo, man, he is not having a good year. Now, typically, throughout his uh, career, he's been, like, kind of mediocre. T.D. Green, 104th last year and 59th in putting. 2019 and 20, he was 89th. T.D. Green, 81st in putting. So, you, you get the idea. He's, he's uh you know, eighty fifth in two thousand eighteen and nineteen, and and uh, T D Green fifty fourth in putting. So he's a he's just he's an average guy, but he's kept his he's kept his card. He's made over eleven million dollars in his career. I wonder if he's always done this. I, I mean, I, I got to admit, I haven't seen Brian Stewart play a lot, but he's uh, he's two hundred ninth in driving distance 277 yard average. Oh my God. I mean, that is short. Year before 193rd 277.8 average. Year before 281 190th. Wow. I mean, for a guy that's that short
4: to even, like, stay on the tour. I've got to be honest. I'm I'm 67, and I can now drive him. You think so? I think so.
3: <laughs> that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, okay, where, let, let's see. Okay, let me, let me go through this. Okay, so, so a guy that's that short on tour, where does he do good? Okay, he finished third last year at Safeway. That's a tournament up in uh, Napa Valley. He finished 18th, here you go, at uh, Harbortown. Okay, so that's another short course, and then he, uh, you know, he he made the, you know, other than that, he's just kind of finishing thirtieth and so he finished eighth at John Deere, okay, at, uh, Quad Cities at the uh, that deal, and then he finished fifteenth at Wyndham Championship, another short course where guys hit a lot of irons off the tees and stuff. This is what happens. I mean, when when you're a short hitter on the PGA Tour. You have to do good on certain golf courses. And he pretty much did his best on all of these courses. He finished sixth at the 3M open, which is Minnesota Tim's uh favorite favorite tournament up there in in, in Minnesota. But anywhere that you didn't have to hit a long way is where he, you know, at least could could get something done. Last year he missed a cut at Honda, shot seventy-nine seventy-two, and this year. He finished tied for ninth.
4: Good comeback.
3: Good comeback. Okay, so that's that's pretty good. Okay, so that's Brian Stewart. All right, now let's talk. Let's let us talk let us us look at the video here. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe to you what we're seeing here. Okay, he's on the what hole's he on? Nine. Okay, this t- he he he's wiggling over the shot, and he's wiggling back and forth with his feet. He's melting his grip. Got the right hand coming. Up. Looks at the hole. Looks at the hole again. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle the shoulders. Look at the hole. Look at the hole, oh man! Look at the hole. He's going rapid fire. Look at the hole, look at the hole. Another look at the hole, another look at the hole. Quick look at the hole, another quick look at the hole, another quick look at the hole. Man, he's got a rat. Oh, another quick look at the hole. Wiggle the shoulder, wiggle the shoulder. it looks like he's going to hit. All right, this he looked at the hole fourteen times. Okay, fourteen times. They only showed him standing over the shot. It's, this is not talking about you know. You, every touring pro approaches the ball from behind the target, looking down the line. They call it a down the line view. You can see the ball, the target, and everything. That's how you pick your line. That's how that's what that's the routine that every every golfer should should adhere to. You pick out your club, stand behind the ball, position yourself between you and the and the hole, and you you approach the ball that way. This video of him was only showing him already over the ball.
4: Yeah, he was to the side of the ball.
3: Yeah, so who knows how long it took him to get in that position, but once he got in that position, it took him
4: 34 seconds. Yeah, 31 seconds from when the video started, which is he's already set up to the side yeah. of the ball to impact. <laughs> Which means it might, that might, it might have been 40 seconds from when he starts standing <laughs> oh down the target line to move to the side of the ball. To hit it, might have been like 40 seconds.
3: Okay, so he, he looked at the hole 14 times, mm-hmm. and Kapka, when they showed a video of him, he looked at the hole... I think once. One time. One time. And then pulled the For, trigger. from.
4: But he looked at it that many times from the side of the ball.
3: Like... I'm thinking to myself, when somebody does that, and I've seen amateurs that have done that, I said, like, what are you looking at? When, when you set up to the ball, okay, you come up from behind the ball, you go through your pre-shot routine, right? I mean, you, you got your grip, you walk up from behind the ball. Proper routine would be what? You would, you would set the club behind the ball, In right? In the club. Yeah. Then position your body.
4: Position the feet. Yeah. Position the shoulders. Okay. Maybe a quick look at the target see that, to make sure that from your perspective to the side. It,
3: it looks good. It looks good. Okay, so so once you've done that, you've lined up the club to the target. You line everything else up based on that. Then you take a look at the target to make sure it looks good, like you said. If it doesn't, you should typically start the whole thing over again. You know, maybe make a slight adjustment, but if it's more than a slight adjustment, probably start the whole thing over again because you're, you're you're probably off with the club face. That's your first thing you line up. You have it in your mind. I don't know what he was hitting. Look like he's hitting a six iron or something. Okay, you're you're up hundred and for him one hundred and eighty five yards away, one hundred ninety. I don't know what he is. He's he's not a long hitter. One hundred eighty five yards away with a six iron. You've lined it up. Okay, you know, you're standing over the ball. I'm 185 yards away. You can feel the wind. Okay, the wind just came up a little bit. I got to hit this a little harder. Or, you know, the wind's dying down. I'm just, this is just a smooth one. Or the wind's into my face. Okay, I got to, I'm going to knock this down a little bit. Whatever it might be, your thought. But but you've already have in your mind, you're 185 yards. What are you looking at fourteen times? I don't know. I mean, because because like I when I I used to see junior golfers, I say, guys, there's not a pitch coming. What are you looking at? There's not a there's not a little man out there moving the target all over the place. You know, it it, it started off here, and now it's over to you're not you're not trying to hit the range picker that keeps moving. What are you looking at? You've set up. You've looked at the hole. It's the same place. The target is It's already set. And by the way, he's not readjusting his club face. He's not readjusting his feet. He's wiggling a little bit, but he's not, he didn't change his position. So he's looking at the target 14 times. You already have the yardage in your mind. It's 185 yards.
4: What are you looking at? I have no idea when, you, if you're trying to visualize a target, you sh- you're trying to visualize that target when you're standing down the target, down the long line, looking at the target. Right. You visualize a shot. You have it in your mind what you're trying to do. You set up to it. You've got that mind of the shot you want to hit, and off you go. All
3: right. Uh, I want to. I want to talk about uh, more about this pre-shot routine and visualizing your shot uh, when we come back. Remember to go to voodoopainrelief.com. If you've got aches and pains, muscle soreness, joint pain, arthritis pain, this product will absolutely give you some relief, and it's absolutely free. So go there and check it out, voodoopainrelief.com. This is my gift to everybody who has arthritis pain. So go there and, and get your free voodoo pain relief cream.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. Check out Point Game
3: with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: It wasn't even supposed That's to be my That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right,
3: Rick. So a lot of people... I hear him talk about this. You know, visualize, visualize the shot. Okay. You know, it, it sounds to me a little like uh, Caddyshack. You know, Danny, be the ball. Be the ball. Okay, be the ball. Just be the ball. Be the ball. You know. <laughs> okay, what does that mean when you're you're visualizing the shot? Okay, give me your uh, your interpretation of that.
4: Well, when I'm teaching somebody, okay, and they're on the golf course, and you've got a pin on the left side or a pin on the right side. Okay. You want to have the ball go towards the pin on the shot you hit. Right. So, pin on the left, set up at the center, try to draw it into the pin. Pin on the right, set up the center, try to fade it to the pin on the right. That's what you're trying to visualize when you're standing down the target line to see what kind of shot you have to hit. Okay. Where are the bunkers? Where the short side of the green is, where you don't want to be.
3: Yeah, that's that's something people miss out on. I think you know a lot of people say you know just think positive and you know, but that's not how a good player thinks. A good player thinks, where do I want to hit it, and where do I for sure not want to miss it? Exactly, because there's certain places around every green that are better or worse than other places, and you want to miss it in a place where you have a chance to get it up and in. Generally, what that means is not on the short side, uh, meaning that if the pin's on the left side of the green, you don't want to miss it left of the green because now you've got very little green to work with. That's considered the short side. You want to miss it on the wide side so you have an easier chip shot. Generally speaking, you don't want to chip with no green to work with. You don't want to chip downhill where the green's sloping away from you. You don't want to chip downwind where the, the it's going to speed the, the shot up and the ball won't stop. All those things you want to stay away from. And if there's certain sand traps out there that are tough to get out of or a very low percentage of, of getting the ball up and in, you want to stay away from those. So you want to know where you can miss. And that's one of the things when I've played you know, golf with a caddy, and the caddy will always tell you, you want to go here, you want to go there, You want to, this is where you want to go. I'm like, That's all great. I mean, I've played a lot of golf. I I can stand up over a hole and I have a pretty darn good idea where I want to go. What you don't know, if you've never played the course before, is where you don't want to go. In other words, can I carry that bunker on the right? Can I get to that creek on the left? If I hit a good one and I hit it left, can I get to that creek? Or is that creek too far out of play? I don't have to worry about it and that that's the kind of information I want or you know the guy says okay you can miss it right as far as you want to miss it right and you're okay you can miss it left as far as you want to miss it left you're okay Th- those are the things you want to know so that you can you can aim and hit accordingly to where you have have room for air all right so so that's a, that's a good point you made you know you want you want to know where you're going to you, you can miss it as well
4: Exactly. the same thing uh, you can compare this to the tournament. Daniel Berger hitting his shot on the 18th hole. Yeah, he had no concept of where he didn't want to miss it.
3: This is that. This is at at, at, at Honda. Honda. Okay, he's he's trying to eagle the last hole to get in a playoff after the tournament has slipped away from. Him, he had a uh, what do you have a six shot lead with 19 holes to go, and next thing you know, he's down by uh, what is it two with on the last hole, and he needs the eagle to, to tie, or uh, hopefully to tie and it, it's it's in the, in, the, in the water, I mean, you, you, you know, even if you miss it left, I mean, you, know, you could hole a long putt. You could chip it in. You can, you, know, you get in the water, it's game's over.
4: Game's over. Yeah. So on that shot, the visualizing shot would be I'm going to start at the center and try to hit a little fade. But one thing is I don't want to fade it too much. I'd rather hit a straight shot in the middle of the green. Then hit too much of the fake. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and, and that, that that's the thought process over the shot, just like you described. Now, when when I'm standing over a shot, or a pro standing over a shot, touring pro standing over a shot, they're visualizing where they want the ball to start. Okay, so that's that's the you know obviously center of the green, work it to the pin, center of the green, work it to the pin, left to right side, where you want the ball to start. If it's a tee shot, where do I want this ball to start? And which kind of curvature do I want to put on it? And then what trajectory do I want to hit it with? Like a lot of times on TV, they'll say, you know, he's hitting it through this window. What they're talking about, is like you're hitting in an office building. And a low shot would go through the, you know, fourth story and a high shot would go through the 20th story or whatever and you know through those windows and that's the window that they're talking about so you want to know where you want to start the ball which way you want to curve it and what trajectory you want to hit it those are the things you have to factor in amateur golfers a lot of times i mean they're they're not they're not thinking like that i mean they see the pin i mean you talked about hitting in the center of the green amateur golfers see the pin and they're always trying to like hit it right at the pin the only time you should hit it right at the pin is if you have a short iron in your hand, a club that won't curve much. The rest of the time, try to just hit to the middle of the green and, and know this is the trajectory. This is, this is where I want the ball to start, and this is which way I want it to curve. That's what you're trying. And, and you know in your mind, okay, and you you have a number. It's not a guess. It's a, I'm 185 yards. I'm 192 yards. I'm 147 yards. That <laughs> that's Brian Stewart. He's looking at the hole fourteen times. Like Brooks Koepka sets the club down. He's got it in his mind: one hundred eighty-five yards. One look at the hole just to check his aim. Looks perfect. Go. That's golf. What 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 are you what are you doing? Looking at fourteen times. I
4: don't know. <laughs> must be very nervous. <laughs>
3: Could be much. Must be, must be very nervous. Hard habit to break, too. It's kind of reminds you of uh, who else did that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have done that. Sergio had that problem for a long time. With the, time.
4: with the, he regripped it like eighteen times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what,
3: who else was it? Uh, Keegan Bradley.
4: Keegan Bradley has a he 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 twizzles the club like a three sixty and backs up, goes forward, backs up, goes forward. He and he had, he had a big thing with Dufter on it. He, it must be like a nervous tick or yeah. something.
3: Yeah, I think it is. Don't think of this. Anyway, always do this with your pre-shot routine. Everybody listen. Start off behind the ball. Line up from behind the ball so you can visualize the target line. When you come up to the ball, first things for your right-handed player, you grip the club, step in with your back foot, your right foot, put the club down perpendicular, bottom edge of the club, perpendicular to where you want to go. Visualize a line coming out the front of the club, the back of the club, a straight line. and That's where you're starting the ball, and you line the rest of your body up to the club face. That way, even if you're off a little bit, at least everything's well coordinated. Uh, like sometimes I'll see amateur golfers and they'll say, "Where am I aiming?" I'm like, "I can't tell you. Me, you're aiming so many different places. Your feet are going one place, your clubface is going another place, your shoulders are going another place, your eyes are going another place, your arms are going another. You know, you can't line up like that. You got to get everything coordinated, and lined up in the in the same direction. You do that, uh, you're not guaranteed by any stretch of the imagination to hit a good shot, but you have a better chance. You have a better chance. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Rick, thanks for being on with me. Thank you, Hank. Guys, uh, good stuff. And uh, remember to hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with more of the Hank Caney Podcast very soon. So stay tuned. And I uh, hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in
0: luxury.